Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another Encouraging Moment. Hi, this is Bobby Williams, and I'm so glad you joined me today. I want to talk to you today about the subject, Fear Not, God is the Answer. So what are you fearful about? Do you have lots of anxiety in your life right now? Are you worried most of the time? Do you have a financial difficult situation going on? Are you fearful about the future? Uh, Have you lost your job? And are, are you fearful about what your career might look like down the road? Are you fearful about America's future? If so, you really need to hear this exciting message today. Fear not, God is the answer. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we know we don't have to fear, but sometimes what we see gets bigger than a mountain in front of us. Lord, help us to realize that you are the power of the universe, and you can wash that fear away today. Lord, bless the message that I'm about to give. Let your glory be found in it. Let the message be great for someone out there that's really hurting over fear today. And Lord, just bless them and give them favor and give them some encouragement along the way through their trial and get them through to victory on the other side of their trial. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, God is the answer. And I want to talk to you about our Washington capital. Uh, America was founded on the principles of our Christian faith. The leaders back then were so dedicated to God that they built a monument, and the monument was the George Washington Monument. And it was dedicated to God, and the Bible was actually put in the base of the foundation of that Washington Monument. And the American Bible Society put it in the base of the monument. Now remember, this was a government monument And the leaders of the government were so dedicated to the Lord that they allowed a Bible to be put in its foundation. And that, to me, is amazing. Inside the monument, as you walk up the steps to the top, you have Bible verses all the way up. Bible verses out of the Bible in the Washington Monument. And on the top of the monument, they have the Latin words, Laos Dio, meaning praise be to God. And they're engraved on the cap of this Washington monument. The monument, although named after our first president, George Washington, represents life and liberty, our freedoms that are God-given to this great nation. Not life and liberty from man, but life and liberty, freedom that only God can give a nation or a man or a woman to be free. Carved inside this monument are many Bible verses, like I've said, until you walk up to the top. And when you get into that top of the window and you look out on the landscape that goes to the Abraham Lincoln Memorial in the Capitol and goes everywhere, it's in the form, the sidewalks are in the form of a cross. That's the beginning of this great country. And I'm here to say that God of the Bible is still the answer for every individual, every country, including America. That's what it's all about. 
It's not about fear. It's not about money. It's not about things. It's that God is the answer. As Christians, we serve the living God, the creator of heaven and earth, the God of the universe, the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is the Lord of lords. He's the King of kings, the great I am, the Lamb of God, the one true God, the God of the Bible, and the Savior of the world. Amen. God was the answer from the beginning of the United States of America, and God is the answer today. Amen. Second Chronicles, I hope you have your Bible with you today. Second Chronicles 2, 13 through 14 says, When I shut up the heavens so there is no rain, or command the locusts to devour the land, or send a plague among the people, if my people who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Remember what this says, that God himself can shut up the heavens so there's no rain. He can command locusts to devour the land or he can send a plague among my people. Now, I'm just saying this. We've had this virus for a long time right now. And I've been praying, and I've been repenting, and I've been saying, God, forgive America for our sins. Forgive me, Lord, for any sins that I don't even know I'm doing. Forgive us of our sins. And I think God's people have to get before God and and repent because maybe we haven't done everything we could have done to help the situation. So we have a we have a plague on the land. But but the good news of this Bible verse in Second Chronicles 13 and 14, it says, if my people, that's the people of God, if my people, that's the children of God, it's the, it's the church who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. The number one thing I want to tell you is God will correct any nation or individual that turns away from him. Second Chronicles again, 7.13, When I show up the heavens so there is no rain or command the locusts to devour the land or send a plague among my people, God is love, and even his chastisement is love because he's trying to correct us. He's trying to turn us away from our evil ways. I'll give you just one thing that God is upset with. God is upset with the fact that we've taken him out of all of our society almost, and so many people are not honoring to God and not standing up for God. Another thing is killing about 40 million babies in the United States, and I'm just saying that to be true. You wouldn't allow yourself to kill even a dog, but God's creation as a baby made in the likeness of God, in the image of God is what the Bible says in Genesis, male and female were made in the image of God. That's a child, and we should turn away from those sins. The Bible is clear. We're not to murder or kill, and that is absolutely something that I think is despicable in God's eyes, not my eyes, even though I don't agree with it either, and I I follow the Lord, but you don't need to worry about me. You need to think about what God thinks. And that is absolute an abomination against the Lord. So God is in love with us, and he loves us. So he's saying, my child's going the wrong way. My country's going the wrong way. I'm going to have to do something to get them to turn back to me. And so he does these things. He allows these things to happen so that we as an individual and we as a nation will turn back to him. 
The second thing is, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. There is a blessing for every nation. There is a blessing for every individual. I want you to know as a Christian, you will be a blessed person for your life. You will be blessed because the favor of God is on you. Every place you put your foot, you should believe that God is going to bless you because you are a son or daughter of the Most High Living God, and He wants to give that to you. And so blessed is the nation that honors God, that worships God, that follows God, that thanks God, that loves God, that obeys God. Favor, honor, and blessing will be theirs. Wow, that is such a wonderful, wonderful thing. God is saying, turn back, America, to your first love. Jesus said in Matthew 6.33, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And so when we seek God first, then all the things we need, he's going to give us to supply our every need so we can do his work for him here on earth and glorify his name and, and do what he tells us to do. Matthew 6.33 again, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be brought unto you. Call out to God in prayer, humble yourselves, seek his face, and turn from our wicked ways, and God will hear our prayer. That's his promise to us. And he's such a loving God. He wants to bless us. He wants to take us to the next level. But sometimes we get wayward. Sometimes we're not listening. But just like a child, if you have a child and you've been gentle with them and you've loved them, sometimes there's some correction there, but for the most part, you love them so much, you just want them to turn around. And that's the way God looks at us as individuals and as a nation. And God is the only answer. God is the answer. I know in my own life that I never had the victory until I totally dedicated my life. And once I did... Everything changed for me, and I know it will for you too. And whatever it is that's bothering you right now, or you're worried about, or you're fearful about, take it to God and ask Him to turn it around and humble yourself before God in prayer and say, just, God, I'm sorry that I've missed the mark, but forgive me. And 1 John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins, 1 John 1, 9. And I just love that verse because... You know, nobody's perfect in this life, and I'm just thankful that we have a God that's a forgiving God and give us a second, a third, and a hundred chances to make things right. But once we do, He forgets it, and we move on, and we're still His child. He still wants to give us favor, and He wants to give us blessing, and He wants to give us courage, and He wants to give us His peace and His joy. He wants to give us the fullness of Christ, which is power in Him. It's, it's an amazing thing. Number four is fear not. God is the answer. He's going to heal this land. You know, you can't trust in government. You can't trust in political party. You can't trust in a degree. These are all good things, can be honorable things. But if you major on the world, you're going to be let down. If you're majoring on a person, you're going to be let down because people aren't perfect. You have to worship the Creator, not the creation. <laughs> and people get those mixed up. They want to worship the creation, which can be all those things I talked about, and not God, the Creator, the one that made us. And he knows the playbook. He knows what we should be doing. I want plan A for my life. I want God to take me and mold me. And I say, God, you're the potter. I'm the clay. 
do whatever you want to do with me because that's where I know the abundant life is because I'm surrendering my total life to him no matter what and I want to live for him I want to walk with him and when I do that things go well and I know that I am teaching absolutely the word of God to you today so if things aren't going well for you right now and you're fearing the future turn your finances over to God just turn them over to God if you know the Bible you know the Bible talks about the tithe if you'll give a tenth of your money, whatever you make, it can be if you make a dollar, it's just 10 cents. If you, you know, make a thousand dollars, you give a hundred dollars back to the church. I do it all the time. My wife and I do it. We've never had to worry about our finances. Test me on this. Test me in this. The word says, test me in this and see if I will not open the floodgates of heaven to give you the necessary means that you need. Basically, God's saying, I'm going to open up floodgates of heaven to supply your need if you will trust me and make me the Lord over your money. Make me the Lord over your money, and that's what he does. That's the same thing with your career. God is the CEO of my career, my business. God is the CEO of every part of my life, every door of my life. And I am honest with him. And if I'm struggling in an area, I come to him and talk to him. And I lay it at his feet, and you can too. Second Chronicles is such, I, I wish you would get this out this week and read Second Chronicles 7, 13, and 14, like I read in the beginning, uh, because it will speak to you even stronger through the Holy Spirit as you study it yourself. Listen to this. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I would hear them from heaven. So God hears your prayer when you're humble before him. And guess what he does? He turns things around and he heals our land. He'll heal our land. He'll take care of our life. <clears throat> Number five is God is the answer. Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil for he gives to his beloved sleep. You know, my brother-in-law, Mike Eskew, taught me this, that sometimes I was worried about my business when I was younger, and I would uh, work way too many hours, and I would stay up in the middle of the night, and I'd work all day, and I'd think I could work all night. And uh, Mike came to me, minister, 40-year ministry, and he said, Bobby, you can rest in the Lord. He's working for you while you're asleep, but you've got to get your rest. He said, get your Bible out, pray about it, read the Bible, get the peace going in your life, the presence of God at night with you, and uh, rest. And sure enough, he was absolutely right because I knew the Word, I was following the Spirit, and I was being faithful to God, and uh, I was resting. And guess what? It worked out for me, and it'll work out for you too. Number six, God is the answer. Jesus said... Build your house on the solid rock. Matthew 7. This is the most important part of this whole lesson. Matthew 7, 24 and 27, it says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them may be compared to a wise man or woman who built his house on the solid rock. And then the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds came, and blew, and slammed against the house, yet it did not fall, for it had been founded on the rock. 
Everyone who hears these words of mine, Jesus said to his disciples and the people listening, and does not act on them, will be like a foolish man or woman who built their house on the sand. The rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and slammed against that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Who are you trusting in your life right now? Are you watching the news and trusting the news? Are you hoping things will work out just perfectly for you? Don't trust in man. Don't trust in things. Trust in God who can change things for you. And Jesus said, he is the solid rock. And he said, you can just rest in me. You can give it to me. You can turn your whole life over to me, and I'll make it right for you. But remember what it said. It says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them may be compared to a wise man or woman who built their house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and slammed against that house, but yet it did not fall. So if you're worried and you're fearful about what's going on in America and everything, that's fine. Be concerned, but don't be fearful, because if you're a child of the Most High God and been born again, then you can expect by building your house on the solid rock, it will not fall. <laughs> Amen. I'm so excited about that, because I know that I can trust Jesus Christ with everything in my life, and I just love it. And Jesus is calling the nation to be saved. He's calling you to be born again. Or maybe he's calling you to rededicate your life today. Listen to the Holy Spirit. If he's been knocking on your heart's door, accept him as your personal Savior and get into the Spirit of God so that you can have a wonderful, abundant life. And if you've been just kind of nonchalant Christian and not really praying and not reading your Bible, dig deep into that rock that I talked about. Dig deep into the Bible. Pray. Get into a Sunday school class. Continue to come back to these encouraging moments. I promise you, I will help you. I love you in the Lord, and I want you to have the abundant life that God has given me and my family. And there's no other life that's so great as the Christian life. I mean, I couldn't tell you how much peace and joy and love I've got, and it permeates my soul, not because of me, not because I'm better. Myself has died to the Lord Jesus Christ, and He lives. I've gone down, and He's risen up in me, and, and that's what everybody has to do. Number seven is, God is the answer. Put your faith in Jesus Christ to be saved, and that's what we've just been talking about. I want to give you an opportunity today. If you haven't ever given your life to Christ I'd like to lead you in that prayer, and also, if you need to rededicate your life today and be really serious about God and be excited about where He's taking you, I'd like to pray for you today if we could do that right now. Dear Heavenly Father, if there's a person out here that needs you and they've never made that decision, they've been going to church, but just going to church doesn't get you to heaven, and it sure doesn't give you the abundant life you need. But a personal relationship with you, Lord, is what they need right now. Just say these words with me today if you're listening to this podcast. Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. And I ask for forgiveness, Lord. I ask for the forgiveness of my sins. I believe you are the Son of God, the Savior of the world. I believe that you were crucified, and the blood that you shed covers my sin. And I believe you were buried, and on the third day you rose from the dead. 
and now I can have eternal life by asking you to come into my heart, Lord. Come into my heart. Change my life. I'm tired of driving this ship, tired of making my own decisions, Lord. Help me, Lord, in my time of need. Become my Savior and sit on the throne of my heart, Lord. Be my Lord and Savior in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you said that prayer, I know you're saved because that's all that takes. Listen to this so you'll have confidence in what I just told you. Romans 10.9 says, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Amen. It's so wonderful, and it's really unbelievable what God did, that he sent his only begotten Son, that whosoever believed in him would not perish but have everlasting life. God wants you to have the best life in the world, and I do too, and that's why I'm always doing these encouraging moments. I love you in the Lord, and I'm so glad we had this time together. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube, and we have spiritofachampion.com and soon-to-come encouragingmoments.com. So we'll be out there for you. We love you in the Lord. Until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to spiritofachampion.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.